Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hair Razor Podcast. Let's get started. Rhino out again. It's the second time I did that. We'll have to listen to that on the playback to see if I uh, did it any better than last time we were without Rhino. But he's vacationing in sunny Arizona. Looked like he was having a good time. Looks like there was plenty of golf involved. A lot of relaxation. Plenty of golf and sun, yes. Golf and sun. That's not so bad here, but... About a year ago, isn't that what you were doing vacationing? (laughs) That's the great thing about Facebook and uh, Google Photos is it pops up on your phones and reminds you of all the good times you used to have. Uh, And a year ago, yes, a year ago, we were sitting on a beach in Maui in Lahaina on Kanapali Beach drinking longboard so in honor of that oh that's for drinking all right. drinking that's longboard that's why we had the longboard today that's right well, cheers cheers to that um so the uh, the i always have to tell the story of our trip out to hawaii because everybody knows last year at this time we had a bomb cyclone headed our way uh and everybody from this area knows what a bomb cyclone is. It's a hurricane of snow was coming at us. And so we were supposed to leave as this bomb cyclone is coming at us. We're supposed to fly out of Sioux Falls, get to Dallas, fly from Dallas out to uh, all the way out to Maui. Um, I call American Airlines that night and say, or the day before or the morning of and said, hey, we're supposed to fly out tonight. There is 0% chance your airplane is going to get to Sioux Falls. Where can we go? today so that we can get out yet for this trip now let's add the caveat that this is all going on during the summit league basketball yes this is during the summit league basketball tournament a lot of ins a lot of outs yep my brother mark is uh is getting text messages during the games because he he actually has to drive down to omaha on the tuesday night before um if you can hear the dog in the background we're not at the regular hair razor studio we are at my place we have a new dog we're getting through it um anyways so american Airlines says no bueno on changing your flight as of right now it's still scheduled to go i say fine four hours later as i'm fighting the snow uh our planes get canceled our flight gets canceled i call american airlines and they gave me the you know i'm tommy boy i can get you a flight out of chicago and i said no so I said, can you fly us out of Omaha or Minneapolis? They said, we can get you out of Minneapolis. Four of you out of Minneapolis on Friday. This is on a Wednesday. And one of you out on Thursday. Me and the kids were booked already. Then on Friday, Jen was booked on Thursday. So we drive to Minneapolis in the fog, leave at 8.30 at night. We get to Minneapolis at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. Jen's flight leaves at 6. We rent the worst La Quinta Inn ever in the city of Minneapolis the absolute worst we sleep there for two hours I didn't even change my clothes okay we should have just gone to the airport anyways hindsight we all get to the airport trying to fly uh, uh, standby doesn't work me and the kids watch as Jen walks away down the jet lag to get on a plane to fly to Hawaii uh, me and the kids spend that day and that night in Minneapolis I get another message saying that our flight is delayed in the morning and so we may not get meet our connecting flight um so i get rebooked on a different flight down in dallas we get on the flight that morning we take off the pilots tell us in the air we're going to push it to try to make it to dallas early so you can all meet your connecting flights awesome 
We get to Dallas. We make it on the original flight we we're supposed to be on. I think smooth sailing. I'm on my way to Hawaii. I got my kids. We're all good. My oldest daughter, who at that time is a third grader, uh, we are going over the Grand Canyon and she says, and looking at it, and she says, let me know when we go over the, um, when we get to the ocean. I said, you got it. As we're nearing the ocean, I looked at her and said, we're nearing the ocean. And she looks at me and she is as green as can be and says, I do not feel good. It's at this point I grab her, we go back into the galley and she starts vomiting in a garbage bag. Which is fine, we made it, right? Like we're just, we got it all contained. Uh, we go back to our seats. She seems to be okay. We're over the Pacific. I'm thinking, okay, if this is the worst, we're all right. 30 seconds after, after I think this, she starts vomiting all over herself, all over. I can't get a bag close enough. I'm catching it on my hand. It's awful. <laughs> so Sam and I get her to the back. We get her in the bathroom. She doesn't have any extra clothes. Sam has extra clothes. Sam is my oldest. He's a he's a fifth grader at the time, my son. So she puts on Sam's clothes. Long story short, we get to Hawaii. We get off the plane. There's Jen. Here's me walking with three kids. I have, you know, a t-shirt on because I have vomit all over my other one. I have a garbage bag full of clothes with puke on it. And she's looking at us going, Welcome! I have Lays! We're so excited! And we look like a family that has just been through the ringer. And <laughs> we just needed time to, to decompress or not decompose, kind of get, catch our bearings. But that was our trip. The Hawaii trip was wonderful. We had an awesome time. Um, but that was how we got out there to go on a vacation. Well, I like your effort. It sounds like you did a lot. To, to make it happen, had you done was, nothing, yeah. had you done nothing and sat and watched the basketball game with the rest of us, you probably would have not made it to Hawaii. Is that how I'm understanding it? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we we were supposed to leave on on uh, on or, Wednesday. Or is this like a home alone Thursday thing? morning? Yeah. Just remain patient. You could have took the next flight home. And got no, no, I don't. I don't think we would have because they rebooked us on a on a flight on that next Sunday, and we were coming back on Friday. Oh, uh, yeah, we were coming back on a Friday or a Saturday, um, and no, so we went to no. We, were, we we came back on me and the me and two of the kids got back on Saturday. Jen ended up getting back on a Sunday because we took separate. When there's five people in a family and you're looking for flights, oh, it's easier to fly three and two yep. because you can find cheaper tickets than trying to book all five, which is annoying that the airlines do that. And I do remember Mark, who's been on the podcast, who I, he missed the entire women's championship game. Well, well, well where did he go? Omaha, yes. So he drove. He ended yeah. up driving down to Omaha, and then... You guys uh, were truly planes, trains, and automobiles trying to get to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was wild. But that's what happens when you have a bomb cyclone coming at you. And as we record this today, St. Patrick's Day, we have another snowstorm coming. Can't get away from these... Huge March March snowstorms. Well, that was a year ago. Just a week ago, we were out at the Pentagon, or not the Pentagon, the Denny Sanford Premier Center watching women's basketball and the NDSU men pretty much whooping up on ND, UND. But for just a week, wow, that seemed that like... Was, that was last week? I thought that was last month. Uh, cancellations, closures, stoppages... 
I, I, I can't keep track. Actually, you should just list the things that are still open. You, I, it looks like your kids are probably at home. What, what have you been doing with your time? <laughs> so, I mean, this is, this is the snowstorm without having a snowstorm. This is. We're, I'm looking at brown grass, but you can still see grass. But, uh, but yeah, it's like, it's like we have had a blizzard and our kids are home. Today, there was uh, three sixth graders three fourth graders and a first grader at my house. I wasn't here, I've been going to work. I mean, that's I'm quarantining myself for my kids at work right now. Um, You're the last tree family, man. But, yeah, um, but we've been playing some board games. I have realized that I can dominate the family in board games. Played, uh, played some Clue last night. Uh, I think it was uh, Professor Plum in the conservatory with a rope. I figured it out after about five times through. My family's easy to figure out. I figured out the person and the weapon because of the cards and going around, and then the rest of them had figured out where it was and were just hanging around the conservatory. All mine. And then Monopoly. Well, you're a baker. I mean, you should win. <laughs> uh, yes. I also found out my wife is a little bit of a sore loser, so hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast because she was not happy when I bankrupt her. Did you play by the rules? I, I think I played by the rules. I mean, we, we go around, you land on a spot. If you want to buy it, you buy it. And if not, you keep going. I mean, my philosophy is always buy high-end property because that's where we're going to make our money. Her philosophy is buy low-end property. I don't want those. I don't want to buy those. Well, I ask that because that's the key rule that most people don't follow. When you land on a spot, if you choose not to buy it, it needs to be auctioned. Well, I don't Somebody's got to buy well, it. Wait, you, so if you land on a spot... Yep, so it's your turn. It's my turn. I land on St. Charles Place. You betcha. I don't want to buy it because yep. it doesn't seem worth it. It's got to go up for auction to the rest of the players. So I have to bring in like Ryan Weeman every time I that, have to auction there, You need somebody <laughs> to auction it off. If you look into the rules of Monopoly, it'll say that the banker, that's one of the duties of the banker is to auction it off to somebody at whatever price they're willing to pay for it. What I've never huh. been clear about in the rules is, did the person that chose not to buy it, can they get back into the fray during the auction? See, we were playing one-on-one -on -one Monopoly. It was me and my son against, it was boys against girls Monopoly. So Team Monopoly? Yeah, it's just easier that way. All right. <laughs> um, huh. So if we were playing by those rules, then I would have to be banker, bidder, and auctioneer. I guess you could bid Give me yourself. 25, 30, 30, 30, 35. We got another one. 35, 40, 40. <laughs> actually, wasn't too bad. I didn't I've, been to, I've, been a few, I've been to a few auctions in my life. <laughs> no, that is. So, yeah, that that's what people with Monopoly, that just one of the things. Huh. Check it out. Huh, I'm going to have to go back and read the rules sure, now. everybody's Googling it. Right Every, yeah, everybody look it up. Or they have stopped listening. <laughs> Potentially after that long Hawaii story. Well, you know, I don't feel so bad because... Uh, I listened to a few podcasts today. Uh, well, the Dan Levitard show, they're doing it from basically his house and elsewhere located. I, and their audio is not great. They make us look I feel like we're, we're moving we're closer doing okay. to them. I saw on Monday, I saw a picture on Twitter of uh, Wingo and Golick and Golick Jr. basically doing their podcast similar to what we have been doing. Sitting around a table with their microphones and a, and a laptop set up. This is where we're doing it from. We're going to try and get it out there. It's amazing. Well, talking about those guys, actually, there have been some sporting things. Hey, let's just start on the national level. Stefan Diggs, I think we got a lot of people that probably 
Well, I think we have Vikings the, fans Vikings out there, fans. right? So Stefan Diggs, he's on his way to the Bills. Vikings sign Kirk Cousins to a, another three years, correct? Yeah, pretty bad. I mean, they extended his contract, I think. Uh, it did a few things to open up some cap space, it looked like. Uh, what else did they do? They released Xavier Rhodes, released uh, Limbell Joseph. Um, let's go back to the Diggs trade, though. Right. What do you think? I think that the Vikings did an awesome job. I mean, they ended up with, um, I have it right here. The Vikings ended up with uh, quite a few draft picks. Um, they got the, their first round draft pick. Let's see here. The number 22 overall selection this year, the fifth and sixth round picks, and a fourth round pick next year, and only had to give up digs and a seventh round pick. I mean, that's... So that's that's a lot of picks to give up, especially when not more than what four hours before that Houston traded away a better a better wide receiver in um, oh his name slips my mind now. Anyways, to uh, to to Arizona, right? Uh, Denard Hopkins. They traded Denard Hopkins to Arizona for David Johnson and I think like a second round pick, like. I don't know, Houston. You didn't get enough because Denard Hopkins is way better than Diggs. I, right. I mean, by far. So are some other. I mean, obviously these other teams are looking to say with Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. So Diggs goes to the Bills, makes them better. Yeah, yeah. Who else is going to go to the AFC East? Because it seems like people see a crack in the armor, and now they're going to go out. And yeah, uh, that it's 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 great because. Maybe, maybe. Or the Vikings said, we don't want to face Diggs. We're going to ship you off to a place that's colder and worse than, worse than Minneapolis, right? Because right now in the Twitter sphere, it says that Tom Brady has signed with someone. He's headed to Tampa Bay, I think. I, th I mean, official? I is don't this, know if it's official. He not name a team, but he's agreed to, you know, the terms in principle. Or the, how the last I saw his landing spot was going to be um, Tampa Bay. He must really gotten tired of New England and Boston area and their weather because now we're in Tampa where yeah. it's beautiful. Um, but back to the Vikings because I, I just this this trade has me a little bit just blown away with what the Vikings were able to get. Going into this next draft, the Vikings have two first round picks, a second round pick, two third round picks, a fourth, a fifth, two sixth rounds, and three seventh round picks. I think they have 12. If anybody was counting out there, I think they have 12 picks in this year's draft. That's phenomenal. And you know they're going to package some of these together to try and move up and I think get a probably, hopefully, a stud offensive lineman because right. that really that is what they need. Well, and most people agree. Looking at the KWSN Sports Radio poll right here out of Sioux Falls, as of 6 o'clock, they had done a poll that said, did the Minnesota Vikings make the right move by trading Stephon Diggs, considering what they got back. 129 votes, 91% say yes. So pretty much the Vikings fans or anybody that chose to uh, participate. A few hours left to go in that poll, but I don't know that you come back from a 91 to 9. No, no, so no. I think everybody's pretty – and Stephon Diggs was not happy, or he didn't – at least he did not give the impression that he was enjoyed being – No, at no point did every, anybody – I mean, look at that last – playoff game you know it, it, no he had no interest in being a part of the minnesota vikings team anymore even even on his posts when uh, on twitter when they when they extended kirk cousins contract he made a comment of well i'm out of here uh, 
yeah, you know what? I, Stefan Diggs, Minneapolis Miracle, thank you for everything you've done. Um, but have fun in Buffalo because a lot of times the grass isn't always greener on the other side. There's nothing green in Buffalo. <laughs> no. <laughs> he is not going to enjoy Buffalo. I see this last team three games. <laughs> That's nothing. Well, that that would be that would be amazing. Hope and there's no way in season they're getting the same things back out of them. But at least he'll be able to see firsthand some wild tailgating and tables getting broken. That's right. Before we definitely still we do have some SDSU stuff to talk about, but uh, you know we're right kind of the 15 minute mark here. Maybe we take a look at this beer I brought. Yeah, let's check it out. So uh, we've got a little bit different. This is out of Omaha, Omaha Brookway Brewing. A maple pecan brown ale. This is this is gonna be interesting. A maple pecan brown ale. This is uh, I went. I have no knowledge of this beer. This is uh, just going. Where did you uh, Where did you find this? This at? is at the 49th Street High V. Okay. This was almost like close your eyes and point to something. This is what I came up with. I went to a liquor store by my place to try and find a beer, and that was a bad idea because they did not have <laughs> the liquor store didn't have the liquor. It had a lot of a lot of whiskeys and other like hard alcohol and wine, but their beer selection was uh, pretty disappointing. Celebrate, commiserate, and commemorate. You can do all these things with Omaha okay. Brick Brickway Brewery Maple. Pecan brown ale. Let me know what you think. It is. It is a cheers. It's dark. It is a dark beer. It's got some carbonation. Yeah. Huh. It it tastes how it looks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Slow show would love it. Um, it is not going to be on my top. I'm. I'm giving it a four. Yeah, I'm it's a, it's not my wheelhouse. Um, I will drink it because you bought it. Production note: I, will, I said when I walked into the studios I, today, I said this one might not work out well. <laughs> nope. Um, I don't enjoy being right, but in this case, kind of was. It's not the best. You got breaking news? No, uh, okay. I'm, I'm just making sure Ryan is okay down in Arizona to see. I was I was kind of wondering if he wanted to join us, but I don't. It doesn't look like it's going to work out. Well, he's pretty busy over there. I think there's some uh, birthdays to celebrate. Probably he's got That's another his... tea time. I, I I think when he called for tea time, he just said, "I will take all of them." Yeah, every single one. You know, one of the things he pointed out on his uh, Twitter feed was. Uh, Go Jacks Cactus and the Cactus Jacks. So that takes us kind of football. That's one of the things that's coming up right now, you know, when we think about our recruiting. So to nobody's surprise, but now official, Dan Jackson going to Northern Illinois. And uh, Zach Lujan's going to be the new uh, coordinator of recruiting. Okay, so, yeah. You know, one of the things Zimmer wrote in his article here is talking about the Jacks maybe a little panic a little bit. I mean, what do you think in terms of recruiting? That's definitely that, um, that Cactus Jacks kind of reminded me of Nebraska Jacks, yes. where, where SDSU has done very well in recruiting. Dan Jackson took SDSU recruiting to a different level. I don't even know if they had a recruiting coordinator. I think it was a type of deal where he did such a good job with recruiting 
that they created the job for him. And I'm not saying no other university has had a recruiting coordinator before. I'm just not sure if SDSU technically had that position before. Um, and, and even when Dan was there, I think he created it because that is – Dan is a very good football coach, but I think his true passion is building relationships with high school kids and coaches and um, and getting these kids to come in. I mean, he was the one that recruited Christian Rosenbaum out of Sioux Center, Iowa. He's the one that's gotten Cade Johnson. He's the one that gets – I'm a, you know, all those Nebraska kids out there, and he used to be the Northwest Iowa guy. I think he may have even used to handle handle South Dakota. Um, if you need if you need somebody to come in and kind of close a recruit, I don't know it. I think Stig is a part of it, but I always think Dan Jackson was just as big of a part of it as Stig. He changed the whole mentality and the philosophy of of recruiting and finding the right kids because we still find the right kids. But I think the philosophy back in the day was is we're not going to offer them until we get them on campus and meet them and this and that. And now it's now it's a philosophy of if we trust who they are and we trust their family, we're going to offer them even before we get them on campus because we want them maybe to even commit before they come here. And and I think he has done such a phenomenal job. So to, taking that step back now, him going to Northern Illinois, that's awesome for him. I mean, it's it's a, it's it's move. He's moving up the ranks. Um, It'd be awesome to see him come back to SDSU at some point if if there's an opening for him because I think he is a phenomenal coach. Um, but am I super nervous? No, because I think we've we recruit for the most part maybe different kids than Northern Illinois will. I mean, their kids probably are a little bit above ours. You know, they're probably going to get more of the three, four-star prospects that just don't quite make it to, you know, those Big Ten schools. Um, Would you be more nervous over, because from the sounds of what you were saying, it sounded more like Dan recruiting to Northern Illinois, but, or would you be more nervous about just them being recruited somewhere other than SDSU? Not necessarily by Dan Jackson, I, uh, but but by somebody else because we don't have Dan Jackson. You know, I think, I think Dan built a... a a wonderful culture of getting to know these coaches and then getting to know SDSU that I think losing Dan, well, it will hurt and it does. Losing Dan sucks. We'll put it that way, but I don't think it's going to hurt as much as everybody thinks it's going to be because I think these coaches and a lot of these coaches still have that connection, especially Stig still have that connection to those guys down in Omaha and those guys down in Omaha know SDSU. And so they're a part of it. So I still think we're going to have that opportunity of, of still getting those guys down there. I think Zach Lujan has a great story to tell these guys, and him being the recruiting coordinator is going to be great. Um, yeah, I mean, you might it might go down just a notch, and then it, but it's going to still be right there. I mean, it's good. I I think we're going to be okay. So there's no there's I don't think there's going to be any panic in the streets right now with with losing Dan Jackson. It no, sucks. It does. It but it's going to happen. It's almost like a kind of a, a, a double whammy here in the spring when, when you think about what we're dealing with basically spring practices have been canceled for the most part um, Stig's talking about you know working with the players online uh, his, yeah I wonder how that's gonna go I, I don't know it says you know that they can uh, send them plays and uh, film to study but you know you're not getting that I think we were looking at 
a little bit of a quarterback race here going into the into the fall. And you know, what do you, what do you think that means to the football team to not have spring ball? I, I'm going to go ahead and assume we're not having a spring game in April. No, I doubt we're going to have a spring game. What I'm interested in is to see what the NCAA does because everybody kind of starts their um, spring practice at different times. It's it's odd to see if they tell you know, say school starts again in a month. And they say, yep, now is when you can have your spring ball. That if you had four practices before, you only get your other 18. I don't know the exact number of practices, but you get those other practices later. Um, hopefully, they still allow them to get those practices and get those reps in, even if it's you know starting in June, to allow them to do that. I'm not sure if Gibbs would have even been able to play or practice this spring. Um so it probably would have been more beneficial for for Heidi to to get those snaps, um, but yeah, it's, I mean it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But it's not just SDSU. This is every school, so it's not like one school has more of an advantage or disadvantage than another school. But it, it is going to be it is going to be interesting to see how they how they handle it. Absolutely, uh, like Stigelmeyer said, they're all in the same boat. Every team. I mean, nobody's getting advantage over it. But they did said they did say that Gibbs would have been limited but available. Yeah. So it it's just you know for, as as a whole team. I mean, everybody's kind of learning on the on the road here. When you when you look at what SDSU is doing academically, trying to throw everything into online courses within yeah. a week. <laughs> I mean, football too. I, it, yeah. There's no precedent I, for any of this, so it's not like you could possibly do it wrong because nobody's done it before. And the hard part is, is how do you get them, because all these, all their high schools, you know, your assumption is these guys are going back home, right? And so they're going to be at their high schools hoping to work out and train maybe at their high school, you know, their weightlifting facilities at their own high schools. Well, those high schools are closed now too. Like, all right, what are you doing at home? Doing oh. some push-ups, sit-ups, burpees? I, you know, you're basically watching a scene out of Rocky. There should be some people hauling some grain sacks or setting up something <laughs> yeah. in a hay mouse somewhere. I don't. Yeah, there's some farms that want to. You know, you got some stuff that needs to move. Some rocks picked. That's a. Uh, I mean, you got to go back to the old school way of uh, knocking those things out. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. The bigger, faster, stronger is not probably happening as much this spring as hey, what it has. You played in the football. Past. What did your coach tell you? Keep throwing those hay bales, right? Yes. Yes. When I was a junior in yeah. high school, he said, uh, "Just throw hay bales. You don't, you don't need to come in and, and lift weights because I know you're gonna probably throw I don't know ten, fifteen thousand small squares because our family didn't believe in round bales, and so you." You're throwing like they weren't real, or <laughs> we can see them. We can see them off in the distance, but we didn't really believe that they could actually be made on our hay field. So when you, <laughs> so when you're throwing hay bales, um, you're, you're getting a you're getting a workout, and that's what I realized is you get in a weight room, and suddenly everything you're doing in a weight room is actually happening, and you know, like on our farm. So. It, yeah, maybe they all find jobs on farms, and suddenly uh, we have a lot of small squares all over the United That's States right. because so of. <laughs> we could. We're just going to see that many more hay bales and possibly births <laughs> and divorces over. Yeah, they, over the next yeah. in the next year. You know these uh, these hospitals are worried about all the influx of patients coming in, but I hopefully they're uh, 
their maternity and uh, labor and delivery departments are ready to roll here come December because look out, there's this is like the next baby boomer phase right now. This is, I mean, you can mark the time. I do know that there were some uh, Chinese provinces that were limiting the amount of divorces they would handle each day too. So it could go either way. It could, yeah, it could, could make a baby one day and the next day you're no longer married. <laughs> but with social distancing, who knows if he can even go see an attorney right now? I mean, everything. Who? I mean, who knows? Well, we're at the world. A drive-through divorce. Right. There you go. Can I get a happy meal with that or not? Well, you get a toy. <laughs> Boy, the more I drink this beer, the, it just doesn't get it any doesn't better. Get any better no. I mean, it's not getting any worse, but it's not getting any better either. But. Well, I feel I, I brought one more. I feel like I'm letting you down here. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, we can try another one. So, but yeah, I mean, just going back, Summit League seems like such a long time ago. It is. And it is, it is so much fun. It was only one week ago there was actually people playing basketball with fans, and everything was as we knew, knew it. And then very next night when we recorded, just we were there when the NBA canceled yeah. their season, and then it was all taken away. Everything went away. So, you know, I think this is actually go. pretty apropos, Blissful Ignorance. By a yes. <laughs> Let's live in some blissful ignorance right, here. Right. Let's try try that one out. So this one I is. I did not use see this. this okay. Clean okay. Was, this is unapologetically hazy and blissfully ignorant. So it's a double Indian pale ale. Ooh, ooh. These all these uh, these craft beers are very. They're explosive when we open them. Yeah, they don't. They don't like being pent up. Now, I, Can I, you hear that? I really hope this works out better for you because the one I did kind of out of the. I knew it was probably not going to be great, but you know, we got to try. I right. mean, that's you got to got to give people serious opinions. I, I'm also apparently really bad at pouring beer, so this one has a lot of head on <laughs> that it. One's got a little so time to go. Maybe but... maybe try it out of the can. It looks go back to the team that you that you left it for. So no, you're not going. You're not coming back. No, right. So appreciate him being there. I, yeah, I think um, it's fun to watch. Definitely explosive. Can he can throw the ball down? Yeah, yeah. Other uh, other explosive uh, players that uh, I think we can bring up is. Mikey Daniel, he had his pro day today, not the typical pro day because we didn't have it up in Brookings because they had to cancel it, but Mikey Daniel had his own pro day to send to uh, the NFL teams, uh, measured in at uh, 5'11", 235 pounds, ran his 40 and 4'62", the short shuttle in 409, that seems pretty good to me. Um, three cone was 707. Um, which I think is one of the bigger ones. You know, that short shuttle and the three cone are probably a big deal for a fullback because, I mean, that's what they anticipate he's going to play. Uh, just looking at his 40 time and, the you know, they figured this jo Josiah DeGura out of Cincinnati is probably the number one fullback on the board. He's 6'2", 242, ran his 40 and 4.72. Um, so, but you know, how, but how Mikey's big, right there. How big were his hands? Uh, we don't have that, that on that here. Not a metric. That's not a metric right now that I'm seeing. But you know the forty. I mean that's in the that shuttle. That's how fast the fullback can get from where he's at 
to that line of scrimmage to take out a linebacker, and, and Mikey's right there. So, you know, if he doesn't get drafted, I think he's going to land on a team somewhere um, and have a shot. And he's been working hard um, down there in Florida trying to trying to get this done. So yeah, we wish him all the, all the I, best luck. IMG Academy. Yep, IMG. And that's where he was at. I think, I think he played some there in high school before he came back to the Brookings Bobcat. So it's a place he's pretty familiar with. But looked like he had a pretty good pro day. And uh, it, it'll be exciting to see where he ends up. Um, I would assume at some point Christian Rosebaum will have the same thing. So we'll have to talk about that when he... When he comes and uh, does his pro day, you know all these guys. It's weird because all these guys are going to do their pro days individually wherever they're wherever they're training. Um, so Rosebum will probably have his. Uh, who else would there be? You know, probably uh, Ryan Erith. I know he's trying to trying to do a pro day. I would assume so, he's so been training somewhere. So going to look like a video out of Napoleon Dynamite. I'm gonna throw this. I'm gonna throw this football over that mountain over there. The coach would only give if me he a only if he only would have put me in. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot that's not gonna happen. The draft is gonna happen with no fans, I believe. Yeah, still, you I know, saw. and that's the um, the great thing about the NFL is they understand. You know, they could have put everything on hold and said, "Oh, we're not going to do anything," but they also know that there's no basketball. There's no baseball. There's there's nothing going on. We again can now own this moment. Like the only news that you're going to see for the next couple weeks is going to be NFL draft, NFL free agents moving, trades. Like the NFL is going to own these next three weeks that would have been owned by the NCAA tournament. Oh, sport, sports talk radio. Wherever Tom Brady lands. That's going to be content for at least three days. Oh, and I'm so glad he signed because otherwise everybody would be talking about it on Sports Talk Radio of where is Tom Brady going to go. So glad that's over because I don't know how much you can deal with where Tom Brady's going to go. Well, I don't know what we're going to talk about anymore considering that even with my best intentions to get to Jackrabbit Baseball, that's over. (laughs) (laughs) Softball, that to be left out, probably would have tried one of those, so... I think we, we try to figure out something out. Experiment in the spring sports. Uh, I would love the idea of of being able to get Mike Dom, which I, there's like a one percent chance, right, to get Mike Dom to call in. Uh, but just to get his take on how things are going over there in Spain with his first season, and I, I wonder if he's still in Spain. Like he's playing basketball in Spain, and they've shut down Spain. Did he get back before they shut it down? Is he still over there and now dealing with quarantine and being locked up in his house? I don't know. So uh, well, what, it, maybe we'll tweet at him. over there too, right? Yeah, it'd be it'd be real interesting to know. I don't think those two are that far from each other. I have a I have a source in Spain. That's yeah. our our Spain listener. Yep. Um, so it'll be real interesting to find out kind of what those two are up to over there or if they did come back. So maybe we'll tag them in this, see if they listen to the podcast, then reach out to us or we'll reach out to them. Have we'll the figure Spain something out. correspondent call in. <laughs> well, right now I think it's like midnight over there for her. But uh, Oh, we, you can record it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give her a call. But, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll tag them in this, uh, tag them in this see if they listen. Um, and just kind of find out what those guys are doing. Uh, even though football isn't going on, you know, you know, we've met some of the coaches, so maybe we can get a few of them to come on. They're not overly, I mean, the busyness factor has come down dramatically. Yeah, right? I don't know how recruiting's working either. I mean, I, I thought I saw 
that that's kind of canceled too for all of the NCAA. Um, you know, I would assume they're not doing any in-home visits. Uh, I did see Cooper Dijon. I think that's his name. Um, he committed to Iowa today. SDSU was on him. Um, I don't know if they. I think they're hoping to have a shot if he wanted to play quarterback. Uh, I think he's going to Iowa to play linebacker. Um, excuse me. Um, it'll be. Uh, yeah, it, the recruiting will be interesting to see what happens there. But I'm, I'm sure they're on the phone getting those offers out. Uh, I've, I know I've seen we've had quite a few offers out. I don't know if we have any commitments yet. But some of these guys, they're kind of waiting to see what you know some of these other schools are gonna uh, gonna do before they fully commit. So yeah, it's it's, it's interesting to see what's gonna happen. Yep, I was gonna say it's interesting times. I guess we'll, very interesting times. Right. Well, we're we're safe here in the Hair Razor Studios. Yep. Interesting times call for interesting beers, and that's what we drank today. That's right. So I brought over two that we know we can check off to never buy again. Well, actually, I disagree with you on the second one, but nevertheless. Well, we we do have different tastes. That's right. (laughs) Well, hey, you know what? We made it through a podcast with two people. Yeah, Missing Rhino. Hopefully he comes back from Arizona. I know he'll make it back. He's not going to want to come back. No, especially being that we're going to have a snowstorm. But Oh, dear. That's right. He's coming right back to that. Well, yeah. Good luck to him. Ryan, we'll make sure that the snow is there for you to plow. Yeah. And with that, we, we don't have a third one, so go big. Go blue. Go Jacks. Thank you, everybody, and we'll uh, we'll try and talk to you next week.